sit and join the shade. Hey, brother, pour the wine. Drink the drink that I have made. Hey, brother, pour the wine. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to Drink in the Style, brought to you by Habitation Furnishing and Design and the District Edina. I'm your host, Gregory Rich. Tonight's theme, community development. By way of business, we are joined by the Vice President and Membership Director of the Edina Chamber of Commerce, Miss Shelley Loberg. Shelley, welcome to the program. Thank you so much for having me. I'm thrilled. I really am. The district has uh, just joined the chamber as well. Yes. And uh, yeah, we thought this would be a great way to kind of kick off our relationship. So excited. Uh, I, I, I hope we can live up to expectations. I hope so. I know. It's going to be hard. Well, we got lots of booze, so we can <laughs> So hopefully... far, we're, we're off to a good start. Right? <laughs> I totally agree. All right. We have an uber exciting mistress of the cocktailogical arts with us today. And I'm absolutely thrilled to introduce, or should I say reintroduce, Habitation's latest interior designer, Miss Taylor Oleen Taylor. Welcome. Thank you. I'm, I'm happy to be back. I cannot tell you how happy I am to have you here. Now, to our most diligent listeners, Taylor may sound familiar to you. Not only has she been a guest on the program in the past, but Taylor was also with Habitation for a couple years back in the day, in the <coughs> St. Louis Park days. Yeah, right. I just don't, don't know why St. Louis Park <coughs> sticks in my throat. Um, but she did move on to a different company for a while, but in the, 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 the siren song of interior design has brought her back home to Habitation. Truly. Truly back home. I know, I know. So Taylor is back doing interior design with us. Um, if you were a client of Taylor's and want to catch up with her again, she can be reached at her old email address, taylor at habitationdesign.com, and or swing in and say hello. She'll have a quick drink with you, too. Yes. Come on by. <laughs> Habitation is drinking friendly during the day. <laughs> All right. Whatever so, floats your boat. Exactly, exactly. All right, so you are mixing a drink for us today. Tell us what you have in mind. I am. Today's drink is called the penicillin. Mm, so medicinal. with this dreary weather and we're bringing in spring in quotations, you know, I think it's the perfect, perfect um, ringing in for us Minnesotans. So, yeah. All right. So the penicillin. I'm excited. Yeah. Usually I refer to alcohol as uh, as uh, Novocaine or some kind of painkiller. So this time we'll actually be drinking something to make us healthy instead of just... Healing. Right. Amen. Absolutely. Yeah, there you go. A little spring in your step, right? Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, Brett, let's hit our mixing music. Taylor, tell us what we're doing. All right. So first, your ingredients are going to be a little bit of scotch, some lemon juice, honey ginger syrup, which I have from Cheeky. Love the brand. And then we have some malt scotch. And then to garnish, we have some lemon and some candied ginger. Okay? Wow. Yeah, it's That's, amazing. Yeah. I mean, is... it's simple, but it's got a lot of oomph to it. So first, you add the scotch, lemon juice, uh, the syrup, and then put it in a shaker, and then shake it until it's nice and chill. I love that sound. Right? You just gotta. Back in the day when we used to use ringtones, I wish I'd have made that my ringtone. Uh, was it not for a little bit? Oh, yeah. Was it? See, I just, I just assumed. I Could just think, I mean, it's fitting. It, okay. 
there's really nothing, and it's a sound that's going to make me smile every time. And just by way of, of tips on, on shaking cocktails, folks, remember, your cocktail is properly shaken when you have the frozen condensation appearing on the outside of your cocktail shaker. That was totally passive-aggressive, wasn't it? I know. I loved it. I was like, thank you, thank you. You know, you got to be walked like around a, a little bit. It was almost like a, you're not quite there yet, Taylor. You know, someday, someday we'll get it all down. No doubt. All right. So once your your shaker is all nice and frozen, mm-hmm. okay, you uh, pour it over some ice. Oh, goodness. All right. The See, color. I'm an interior designer for a reason. You know. <laughs> Rather than a, a, a cocktailist? Yes. Now, that is an interesting color. It is kind of like an amber. Amber. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. Oh, it looks good. It looks healthful. Ooh, it's like I, the color of honey. It is the color of honey. You're exactly right. And a little bit of ginger. So, either, you know, ginger is either pink or it has that, like, white, beautiful, like, cream touch to it. Okay. So, after it's all said and done, you put a little bit of candied, um, excuse me, candied um, ginger, and then we put a little bit of lemon in it as well to garnish. Beautiful. That is fabulous. Thank you so much. Of course. It looks lovely. Yes. Now, do we do we eat the candied ginger? Can you eat ginger? I would. I mean, I mean after... Why candied if you can't? Right. That's where you go. All right. So. We'll eat the candy ginger in segment two and see how that goes. Perfect. All right. So drinks are are mixed. When we put this into a rocks-filled rocks glass, it looks beautiful. It smells delicious. Let's give it a try. Johnson, don't forget the swallowing music. <laughs> <laughs> It's delicious. Lovely. It is absolutely delicious. This is refreshing. This is spring-like. Taylor, you nailed it. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely nailed it. Perfect. By the way, did you like that swallowing music? <laughs> yeah, that was a nice touch. Thank you very much. I, I, I hate mouth noises on the radio on podcasts, so we try to hide that when we can. All right. Well, the penicillin, this is a winner. This is top-notch. Remember, folks, you can catch the uh, recipe at the Drink in the Style website. Um, and, uh, yeah, you can also, of course, find a link to this show as a podcast there. Let's move on and ask, uh, ask Shelly a quick question to round out our first segment here. Are you ready? I'm Ms. ready Lopez? for you. Wonderful. Tell me about a time that you you took a long shot at something and it worked out. A long shot. Mm-hmm. So I think for me, when I was young, something that was really out of my comfort zone was leaving the country and studying abroad. Mm. And I fell in love with the French language in about seventh, eighth grade, started taking it before school and then enrolled in it when I got into high school and then continued to take it all through college. And creatively tried to find a way to convince my parents that it'd be a super good idea for me to go do a semester in France. And so I was like, well, if I if I say I'm going to be a French teacher, that seems like a good strategy. Can't disagree with that. So I, I did that. Um, and if I'm being super honest, it was not my goal to be a teacher, although I am very passionate about what teachers mean mm-hmm. to – 
kids and their development, especially adolescents. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did go abroad. I um, went with a bunch of people I didn't know and lived with a family and um, really just immersed myself in the culture and their family activities. And they totally took me under their wing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not everybody had the same experience that, that I did in terms of their homestay and their connections with people. And so I just, I look back and it was kind of a crapshoot. Like mm-hmm. you make it a super cool family. Yep. You make it kind of maybe a not so great a family situation. Um, and I hit the jackpot a hundred percent. And to this day, I'm in touch with my French family. I have two French sisters and a French brother. And um, I have been back three times to France since I lived there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I, I would say like, I don't know if it was a long shot, but it was for sure a, a gamble. And I'd never been out of the country before. I'd never been away from my family from that length of time. So it was um, the most growth I've ever had personally. And I, my kids will tell you, I preach nonstop that everybody should should do it. All kids should go abroad. I don't care what you're studying, even if you're not learning a foreign language. It's the most amazing growth experience you will ever have. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. My uh, my older daughter is uh, probably going to be doing her next semester in Rome. Um, and, uh, well, I don't know about little Avery, what she's going to do. She doesn't like to travel at all. She's a bit of a homebody. But uh, good for you. That's Thank really you. awesome. What part of France were you in? Um, I was in a town called Po, which is in the southwest corner of France mm. in the Pyrenees, um, very near Spain. Oh, that's beautiful. Absolutely gorgeous. The southern French and the northern French are very different people, they say. Oui, c'est très différent. <laughs> There's something awesome about French. <laughs> All right. There it is. Let's, uh, let's uh, take a, a quick break and, and pay some bills, as they say. When we come back, we'll be speaking with Shelley Loberg about the Adina Chamber of Commerce and a few other things. Stay with us, folks. The tables are empty. Bienvenue à les boissons à la mode. That is lovely. Absolutely lovely. Ladies and gentlemen, you just heard Welcome Back to Drink in the Style in French. In French. This is such a classy program. Right? It's bound to happen. I'm just here to help. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> we'll find a way to use that at something. Maybe we'll use that as our, uh, as our, our sound over when someone swears. <laughs> That'll oh, be our bleep noise. Like or we could it. translate the swear words into Spanish and just overlay it. <laughs> Fair enough. The English words with French profanity. I like it. Uh, how do you say beep in French? through the FCC. Ooh, yes. I don't have an immediate answer for that. You could put like a good spin on it. No I could. No. Yeah, I could make up my uh, own. Other than the French speakers. Lay <laughs> beep. Lay beep. Yeah. <laughs> All right, this is a totally off-color story, and I, I'm going to get in trouble for telling this one, I'm gonna, but I'm going to do it anyway. A number of years ago, my wife and I were in France, and uh, and somebody stole all of our luggage out of our trunk. I mean, everything. and it oh, included no. except, except for one black uh, jacket, which was my wife's, which she literally threw away, claiming that if it was not nice enough to steal, she did not want to wear it. Oh, I love that. I know, right? But we go down. So they took everything, including all of our medications. So we realized it was a Friday. We've got to get you know into town and get prescriptions refilled somehow. So we're sitting down with this French doctor, nicest guy in the world, spoke very little English, but he's doing his best. And we're giving him the various prescriptions that we need him to write uh, out for us. And finally, 
I'm so glad Christina didn't listen to the show. Um, finally, <laughs> Christina has to get uh, her birth control pills replaced. Okay. So she is like looking online. Uh, well, this is before you could look online, but you know she's trying really hard to figure it out. She's giving the technical names, all this other stuff. The French doctor just keeps looking at her, shaking his head, doesn't know. And finally, she looks at me and she goes, "How the hell do you say the pill in French?" And all of a sudden, the doctor screams, "Les pills!" <laughs> <laughs> simple as that. When and in doubt, was. Greg, you just turn the English word. You just say the English word with a French accent. Oui. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's good to know. All right. So let's talk about the Chamber of Commerce. Let's. All right. Give me the 10,000 uh, foot view. What is the Chamber all about? Well, the Chamber of Commerce, the Dinah Chamber of Commerce promotes and connects the business community. So we exist to connect business owners with one another, not only so that they can do potentially do business together, but so that they can further network and help each other make mm-hmm. other meaningful connections. So the biggest part of my job, I mean, you know, we put on a lot of events, um, whether they're small networking events that are kind of more boutique style events or larger community focused events where there's more visibility, you know, either way, it's all about getting people together and making meaningful connections. And you know what? Something we need so much of, especially now in kind of like the post-COVID period. Absolutely. People have been separated and, you know, business owners are extroverts almost by definition. And uh, and that hurt us all a lot being kind of separated and locked away. Yeah, it sure Are did. things coming back to normal uh, for the chamber? Yes, actually. So I was just reflecting the other day. We started doing in-person events again about a year ago, mm-hmm. and many of them were hybrid. But in April of last year was when we kind of started, you know, following. There were still restrictions that had to be in place, and so we were limited um, on quantity and, you know, had social distancing. But, you know, we just we did everything um, hybrid style with Zoom, and then slowly as people became more comfortable, we phased that out. And I would say, you know, for a while there, you just kind of had to meet people where they were at because mm-hmm. some people were really anxious for the in-person connections again and other people just weren't there yet. So um, I'm happy to say a year later, like we're, our events are thriving again. That's such good news. Let's hope that it stays this way, right? Exactly. Uh, nevertheless. So how many businesses are members of the chamber? We usually we, – we, it fluctuates, but we're around 250 businesses that are members and collectively I know our email list is a little over a 1,000 people. So, um, you know, we're constantly meeting new small businesses. There's constantly new businesses and development happening in Edina. Um, in fact, there's – you're going to see a lot of development coming up. So I think that's – Another thing that's really exciting for the community is that there's just always something happening here. There's always something being built. Developers are interested in having property in Edina, um, and and that says a lot about um, the environment here and and how people want to want to do business here. I agree. It's there's no question. And Edina is a wonderful place to do business. As, as I said, uh, you know, when we moved habitation over into Edina, I could not have been happier. And frankly, working with the city and the community within it has been has been absolutely wonderful. It's a it's a very community esque city, mm-hmm. and it's very cohesive, mm-hmm. very collaborative, 
And I think um, that's just one thing that I didn't realize when I when I came here. I was not only impressed but just astounded by the way people support each other here mm-hmm. and what an amazing sense of community that there is. It's true. It's absolutely true. So now your role specifically in the chamber is what? Well, I'm the vice president, and so I'm the vice president of the chamber and the visitors bureau. So um, on a day-to-day basis, I oversee all of our operations. So I work with another colleague on all of our events. Her name is Caitlin Quast. She's our event and marketing and communications coordinator. So we put out all the email communications, all of the social media for both the Edina Chamber and Explore Edina. We run marketing programs. We put on events. We fundraise. We sell sponsorships. We sell memberships. We meet with people, connect people. Uh, We do a lot of different things. We wear a lot of different hats. Clearly. My God. Yeah. What kind of a background do you have? My background is all advertising and communications. So my degree, um, I am not a French teacher, (laughs) as it it turns out. (laughs) Although I did double major in French. Um, No, I have a BA in communications, and I started out in advertising as a media buyer. Okay. And so my background really is purchasing, advertising, media planning, making recommendations to companies on how to advertise their message properly, depending on who they're trying to reach. And about 11 years ago, I got into the visitor bureau space through another friend of mine, another dear friend of mine who um, now works for Meet Minneapolis. Her name is Angie Whitcomb, hired me in Shakopee to be the marketing director for the Visitors Bureau. And that was kind of, I had some nonprofit experience and the marketing experience and that just those two things married were a really good combination for that position. It's like literally ideal. I mean, Mm -hmm. the primary function is to get the word out about what Edina is um, and bring people together. And I mean, so yeah. How long have you been with the chamber then? I have been here just over seven years. Oh wow! Okay, yep. so you've got you've got everything down pat at this point, right? You know, I <laughs> it's a this is an ever changing landscape. Um, the the chamber and visitor bureau world, per, particularly the the chamber of commerce world, chambers are having to be more creative about what they're how they're going to be beneficial to their communities. You know, the old fashioned chamber model mm-hmm. isn't always going to work forever in, in every community. So, um, you know, we're trying to be creative and, and innovative in Edina. Um, and you guys are. I mean, I mean, just talking about Explore Edina and kind of the outreach a little bit that you do beyond just the borders of the city uh, is absolutely key. I mean, so what, what, what types of vision? What, what is the vision for where the chamber should be going? Well, so first of all, the, the decision to house Explore Edina, which is the visitor bureau within the Chamber of Commerce, was very intentional. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not that that doesn't exist anywhere else. It's just that in many other communities, the Chamber and the Visitor Bureau exist as separate nonprofits. Mm-hmm. Um, our vision is to provide value to the businesses here and to be innovative. And one thing One exciting project that we have going on that actually was just published in our local edition, Edina, that the city puts out is um, a business accelerator concept in partnership with the city um, to have a place where businesses can grow or small businesses can bring themselves to the next level Mm -hmm. so they can um, educate themselves on 
how to bring themselves to that next level in their business and whether they want to take all of the courses and then end up with a certification or just take some things a la carte, whether it's marketing or accounting, we have the partnerships and connections to really build a meaningful product for, for businesses to grow and really? learn. See, that is fantastic. I mean, what cities don't do that. Chambers don't do that generally. Yeah. And this is a, it's a true collaboration. It's, um, you know, nobody accomplishes these things by themselves. It's really through partnerships. Unquestionably. Who does the curriculum? Who how does that come together? Um, we have actually hired a contractor. Um, her name is Annette Wildenauer, and she is putting together the curriculum for us. Oh, that's fabulous. All right. No, that is that is truly a uh, an innovation. I mean, and that is something that's going to be so useful because as a small business owner myself and, you know, when you first start out, yeah, there's so much. The hardest part about being a small business owner these days is that you have to know literally everything from beginning to end. Well, and that's exactly it. So when you're a business owner, you're in the weeds, right? And, mm -hmm. um, you know, here in Edina, we have a lot of retail too, or um, even a lot of the furnishing and, and design businesses. So it's so easy to be really involved in all your day-to-day -day activities. And then maybe you you forget a little bit about meaningful marketing or social, what you should be doing on social media, or if you should be hosting networking events or something within your organization to help grow and develop your brand so that it means something to the community mm -hmm. beyond your subset of customers. Absolutely true. You know, you talk about social media. We have an event coming up in the next uh, two weeks, I think. Uh, Women in Construction is hosting a, uh, a lunch and learn or brunch and learn. Oh, fun. Um, and uh, they have their speakers going to be focusing on revitalizing your Pinterest presence. Because, again, it's not something that you think about with construction because they're worried about literal construction. But right. it's still so very important. You have to get the word out. All right. Well, there it is. Okay. So, Edina, the place to be, no question whatsoever. All right. We're going to take another break. And uh, when we come back, we'll continue our discussion. We're going to learn a little bit more about uh, Explore Edina. Stick around. We'll be right back. It was a very good year. Twas on the Isle of Capri that I found her beneath the shade of an old walnut tree. Oh, I can still see the flowers blooming around her where we met on the Isle of Capri. She was as sweet oh, as that a is rose. A Fabulous, fabulous song. The Isle of Capri. Not a lot of people know it. But I do. Do you? I do. It's My grandmother and I had a fabulous experience, and that's where I'll go with it. It was just her and I, and it was amazing. I'll never forget it. It's a great song. It's a great song. And, uh, yeah, again, the connection of songs and life experiences. Happens every time. All right, you folks, ladies and gentlemen, are listening to Drink in the Style Saturdays at 7, Sundays at 5, right here on AM 950. And, of course, we're podcasts, so hop on Spotify or iTunes or whatever you're doing, have a listen to us, and then also please be sure to give us a quick five-star rating. If you don't want to give us a five-star rating, then don't rate us anything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Save cutting straight advice. to the truth, you know. Nothing like honesty. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. Um, all right, uh, you know what, folks? 
Did you know that the District Edina is more than furnishings, kitchens, art, and flooring? We are proud to have your local State Farm agent, Anna Rebel, and her team officing on our Creekview level. Anna's here to help you with all your personal, home, and business insurance needs. Believe me, when you have a claim, there is no substitute for having a community member help you through whatever the world throws at you. And you will rest easier knowing that Anna's got your back. So for a free quote, give her a call at 612-567-5052 or just swing into the district at Dina and pay her a visit. Remember, with State Farm, you get the protection of a nationwide insurer with the touch of a friendly local community member. Wasn't that a nice little local community member plug? That was, you did a really nice job. Thank you. I would totally hire you. Really? I would. That is so nice to hear. such a nice voice. (laughs) Your delivery, <laughs> beautiful job. Johnson, when are you getting me some voiceover work? I know we should do that. That was a great endorsement. <laughs> Thank you. I agree. He said it with so much feeling. Well, it's legitimately true. It really is. Anna is so cool. She is like the nicest person. I'll introduce you to her next time you're over okay. at the building. And, you know, she's answered a bunch of questions I've asked. She's been helpful. She's, she's the real deal. I mean it. And that makes it easy to do a quick plug. Mm-hmm. Exactly. All right. Well, let's get back to talking about Edina and uh, and talking to Shelley. So we touched on your role with Explore Edina, which is, again, kind of the Visitor's Bureau uh, specifically. Is that correct? Yes. So um, Explore Edina was incepted about seven years ago, and Visitor Bureaus in Minnesota are, are lodging tax funded. Mm-hmm. So we have three hotel properties in Edina. And when a visitor comes and stays, as long as the stay is less than 30 days, they pay a, a 3% city tax on their bill at the end of their stay. Really? Okay. Yes. And so, and in order to do that collection, the city council has to institute a lodging tax ordinance. And then there's actually a statute, a Minnesota law, that governs how that money can be spent. You can't use it for anything that you want. It has to be used to create a visitor bureau for the promotion of the community. So the city decided to partner with the chamber and host the visitor bureau at the Chamber of Commerce. And so monthly the hotels turn over that tax to the city, and then the city um, keeps 5%, and the other 95% goes to the Chamber of Commerce to host Explore Edina. That's that's, that's kind of brilliant if you stop. Does every city do this, or is this unusual? You know, more than you think, there are an amazing amount of visitor bureaus here in the Twin Cities metro area, Mm. um, which is, you know, the Twin Cities has a very robust tourism uh, market. And if you think about all of the wonderful assets that we have here and the fact that there's no sales tax on clothing, Mm -hmm. um, you know, the, the Mall of America is a tremendous partner in tourism here. Mm-hmm. Our professional sports teams are venues that pull in big events like the Final Four that was just here this last weekend in Minneapolis mm-hmm. or, um, you know, concerts. You know, all of those things, you know, attract visitors from outside of the the Twin Cities and then they stay in hotels. And then obviously that is what benefits the, the visitor bureaus. That's what gives them the ability to run marketing programs to promote all of the assets in their in their cities. And and yeah, there are there are very few suburban towns here in the Twin Cities that do not have a visitor bureau. 
Fair. But I would think Edina is probably one of the more successful ones because of so much involvement from the community and the chamber as well. Yes. Well, Edina didn't have a visitor bureau for, for many years. So um, seven years ago, they did um, – our chamber president, Lori Severson, worked with the with the city and city council to have that lodging tax ordinance instituted so that we could create one um, because it's a phenomenal – like you said, it's a it's a no brainer way to raise money to benefit the the city. All of it goes to promote the city that that only benefits the the hotels, mm-hmm. the retail, mm-hmm. the city attractions. In Edina, the attractions are city owned, so we have Edinburgh Park, which is an indoor park. We have um, the fabulous Centennial Lakes Park. Mm-hmm. We have Braemar Golf Course. Mm-hmm. Those are all enterprises run within the city. And so those all get promoted, the aquatic center. Um, and then obviously we have a tremendous retail community here in Edina. So that when you think about the shopping that I talked about, the no sales tax on clothing, um, Explore Minnesota Tourism, which is our state tourism agency for Minnesota, has done research and studies. And every time the number one activity of a visitor from outside of Minnesota is almost always shopping. Mm-hmm. Shopping, they're visiting family, they're dining, they're going to attractions like the Minnesota Zoo, mm-hmm. the Science Museum, Valley Fair, Canterbury Park. Like We just have a very rich collection of assets here in the Twin Cities that I think as residents, we sort of, after a while, we take them for granted. Mm-hmm. And the really cool part about my job is that I have... I look at everything through a different lens now because I look at it through the lens of a visitor. It's like be a visitor in your backyard. Yeah. You know, go do things that you maybe don't normally do because you take them for granted, whether it's going to the Mall of America or going to downtown Minneapolis and taking advantage of, you know, there's a kayak experience on the river that most people don't know about. No, I didn't. Or, Which river? Or, or go down the Mississippi? Correct. Mm-hmm. Really? Yes. Did not know that. Um, you know, we have a rich theater environment here, an entertainment environment. That These are all things that bring people from out of town. Mm-hmm. Unquestionably. I mean, when, when we first moved to Minnesota, uh, my wife and I, what, 25, 26 years ago at this point, part of the, the allure was everything that you're talking about. Sure. You know, I mean, it is the arts community and it is so many activities. And when, you know, and... Uh, Minnesotans, <laughs> we get outside no matter what happens. And because the climate is so harsh right. in the summer, it's almost like we've already got three-day weekends in this town. I don't know if people have actually noticed that, but you try to get anything done on a Friday we, in the do, summer. Do you it's know what, happening. Greg? You're so right. Um, mm-hmm. We we shut down a little bit on Fridays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As we should. Yeah. I mean, we get so little time. So get your ass out onto the golf course and go out and, and, and do something like exactly. that. Exactly. And in those winter months, we're lucky to have the assets that we do for all of the indoor entertainment. I mean, think about the Minneapolis Institute of Arts. You know, how mm-hmm. many small metro areas have an amazing art museum like that that is so well curated and has these amazing exhibits and you don't even you know you can walk in the door and make a donation it's absolutely true you know what i missed you guys remember the june loon theater that was downtown it was like in the warehouse district before the warehouse district 
J'ai dit oui, bien sûr. Oui. <laughs> <laughs> that was yes, of course. Am I Jean Loon? Jean Loon? Jean. Jean Loon. I tell you, I miss that place. That was a really cool theater, and uh, and that was gone. But we still have wonderful additional stuff. And you also touched on the point that you know, from a retail perspective, I mean, Edina is the place to shop. Totally. I mean, we have the nicest stores, unquestionably, and whether it's the Galleria and, you know, in Louis Vuitton or whether it's Ever Eve or whether it's, well, Habitation. And we should talk about the fact that Edina is becoming a little bit of a, of a furniture mecca within the area. You know, has been for quite some time, Greg. Mm -hmm. Honestly, it's, it's not even something that's new. If you think about it, we have such tremendous um, home and design resources, home furnishings in particular here in Edina. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we have the only room and board showroom in the Midwest. Mm -hmm. Right across the street, you have Crate and Barrel, um, Restoration Hardware, Design Within Reach, West Elm. I mean, honestly, the list goes on. It would take me an hour to sit and list off all of the different places. And one of the things that I've done from a marketing perspective is to go into a market like say Fargo, North Dakota, and run ads in their, like, a local design magazine, mm -hmm. both digitally and in print. And I've done um, media placements on television promoting the, the shopping and design here in Edina, too, because when you talk with those businesses, it's not just local people from Minnesota who are shopping at and purchasing home furnishings from those brands. People are coming from, from out over. of state. Mm -hmm. You know, people are coming from Des Moines. People are coming from Fargo and Sioux Falls. If you compare our metro area and particularly the retail in Edina with the retail and the home furnishing and design in those, you know, a Sioux Falls or a Des Moines, it's just, it's not apples to apples. We have something really special here. It's really true. It's really true. And some of the other, I mean, Roche-Bois. Probably, did I, did, I, did I slaughter that? No, or? you didn't. You did oh, a beautiful job. Thank you very much. So thank proud you. of you. <laughs> I appreciate it. I'm glowing. I've been approved. I mean, there is not great everyone addition. can do the French R. Really? You have to have that little bit of spit in your throat. Roche. 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 I have a problem with R's and S's to begin with, so sometimes <laughs> uh -oh. it comes through. Maybe yeah. I spoke too soon. No, it's uh, it's it's yeah, possibly, but or maybe it just works out that way. But maybe. But they're a wonderful uh, uh, story. In fact. I've been thinking about, and I spoke when they first opened with their manager, about having him and then also reaching out to Design Within Reach mm -hmm. and doing kind of a, a panel discussion on the program along with Habitation. You know what? Here's the thing. They're all so great to work with. Mm -hmm. um, I have often promoted the home furnishing brands, even locally here on television. And, you know, it's great to be able to pop in to these places and introduce myself or make a phone call and say, hey, my name is Shelly. I'm from Explore Edina. I'm going to be on CARE 11 or WCCO or whatever. I'm going to be promoting, you know, this and and talking about home furnishing brands. And they're so um, accommodating. I've borrowed pieces of furniture, you know, small things that I can take on the set with me, even out of town. Mm -hmm. um, I, I know I did that with Design Within Reach. And what I... Love is when you get into some of these stores, I love the unique brands and there's stories behind these brands. You know, this little end table from Vermont that came from, you know, a maple syrup farm or, you know, mm -hmm. outdoor furniture made of recycled plastic or, you know, there's just there's so many great Minnesota companies and, you know, just companies within our country 
that are turning out beautiful, unique products that I think people really want. Mm -hmm. Absolutely true. And it's nice. And, you know, I mean, let's be truthful. I mean, a lot of these uh, uh, folks that we're talking about, of course, are higher end. Yes. Um, but, you know, the the benefit of that is that we can do things like what you're talking about. We're not just struggling to find, you know, the lowest price in some kind of factory out of out of uh, Singapore or something exactly. like that. Um, and that's a luxury that uh, I think we should all appreciate. Yes. Good all point. Right. All right. We're going to take one more break. You are listening to Drink in the Style right here on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. No need to come back at all. Let's take a powder to Boston for Saturday night is the loneliest night in the week Cause that's the night that my sweetie and I used to dance cheek to cheek I don't mind Welcome back to Drink in the Style we are speaking with Shelley Loberg from the Edina Chamber of Commerce. We are enjoying these insanely tasty penicillins. Yes. Nice work so with good. scotch. Thank you. People have so much trouble with scotch. Yeah. And and they, they forget it. They forget that you can use it in a cocktail. Mm -hmm. Has anyone Great. tried their ginger, their candy ginger yet? Yes. No, not yet. You have? Did you eat the candy ginger, Kay? You know, I had to try it before I made it. Uh, There's two different gingers that I had. You know, I'm very picky about my ginger. I remember I uh, we did um, a sushi whatever, and he said, if it's all, like, you know, played with and whatnot and it fits in a ball, don't use it. So he, that, I have a yeah. different appreciation for ginger than some might have. Somebody yeah. always, yeah, there's always a trick to everything. Yeah. Yeah, unquestionably. All right, Shelly, before I forget... Tell people how they can become involved with the Chamber of Commerce. Oh, well, you can email me at Shelly at Edina.org, S-H-E-L-L-Y at Edina.org, or you can go to EdinaChamber.com mm -hmm. and you can shoot an email um, through the contact us or just look around at our programs and events on our events calendar. And yeah, that's the easiest way. Fabulous. Message us on Facebook. Ladies and gentlemen, seriously, let's get involved. Let's let's contribute. We're not so good at that these days, and uh, we've kind of broken into little groups. Let's all get back together and let's talk about Just how to improve a, our community. Just need a reminder and a nudge to get back out there and start meeting with and talking to people again. Amen. And we'll be having an Edina me a Chamber of Commerce meeting at some point at the district uh, Edina, I am sure. I'm pretty and, sure we will. Uh -huh. It's pretty. Fa it's a pretty fabulous space. So I'm. The, my wheels are turning. Fabulous, and there will of course be booze involved because if I'm involved, there will be booze involved. Cocktails, of course, yes. of course. Brett, do you remember Curated. that uh, there was a, a a nice guy who did uh, what did he do? Like a, a, a rap song or something about all the hosts. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. We had a voicemail. Yes. And he was saying, yeah, if Gregory Rich could be sober long enough, we'd love to have him. Uh, I love it. <laughs> I don't really know what he's actually like getting himself into at that point. He's asking that. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Seriously. You wouldn't like me when I'm sober. That's <laughs> the incredible old thing. <laughs> you could pull it off, but we know and love who you really, truly are, Greg. Thank you, Taylor. <laughs> and that's a great intro or a segue, by the way, to talking about you being back at Habitation. And back directly in the interior design field. Yeah. What are you most excited about? You know, Greg, one of the most 
exciting things about interior design for me is being able to curate and, um, you know, show people what they, what they didn't think that they really knew their space could be, you know, going into interior design, it, it was something that was magnificent, something that I can, I could curate for somebody that wasn't just aesthetically pleasing, but also something that was functional for them. Mm-hmm. And it made their lives so much more. I mean, your space and your living area is crucial. You go back mm-hmm. home and you sink into the sofa and there's not a whole lot that hopefully that in the end, once you hire me, mm-hmm. you have to think about, you know, where everything is, you right. know, what is curated for you and, you know, nothing really goes uh, to the wayside, you know, yeah. um, there's a reason why you hire interior designers and hopefully they listen enough so that, you know, it's, it's, it's really about you. It's really about what they want. And in that you see so many different styles. And you learn so much, mm-hmm. and you stay on your toes, and and it's just so much fun. You connect all the dots. Yes. yes. I truly feel that. Yeah. And there's a lot of knowledge that goes with it. Sure. I mean, my grandmother was a professor at the U for years, mm-hmm. and she really wanted me to be a teacher. And my way of providing that for her and that want for her is teaching people how they can functionally and aesthetically live in their space. And they see it, they want it, they love it, they're going to come back. And that's just how it goes. It's 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 true. And you know, the the beauty of working with a designer, in in truth, is that you guys. And again, I'm not a designer. I am but a humble shopkeep. You look at the entire space. You are, as Shelley, as you pointed out, connecting the dots. Instead of if if I even or anyone who doesn't have your training and your experience goes in and tries to fill up a room. You're picking individual pieces that you like. You may be shrewd enough to coordinate some colors and some some things like that. But as a professional designer, you are thinking about the shapes and how those fit together. You are thinking about the height difference between the cocktail table Mm -hmm. and the sofa. You're thinking about how the room is actually going to be used. And there's just – you can't expect to be able to just walk in and do that. That's why a professional designer will truly enhance your life. You know, a funny thing that I've learned over the years as being a designer is you're not just there to design their space. I mean, they're going to be very upfront with their personal issues. Like, they, I'm also a marriage counselor. Always. JK, but Always. honestly, it's, you know, it's how, do, how can you make their space work for them cohesively together? And, you know, there's more than just a want of your space to be better looking. So It's true. It's true. Well, like I said, I am just thrilled to have you back. And As am I. Folks, Taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R at HabitationDesign.com is her email address. And come on in and, and we can we can introduce. Shelly. Yes. Before we run out of time, I want to talk about one of the more exciting things that you've got going on. Yes. The art show coming, the Fall into the Arts program. Yes. Tell us all about it. Yes. The Edina Fall into the Arts Festival takes place at Centennial Lakes Park the weekend after Labor Day in September. So this year it will be the 10th and 11th. And this event has been going on for 18 years and is owned by the Dyna Crime Prevention Fund, which is a nonprofit here in the community. And it is a fabulous, beautiful event. I love everything about it. I've worked on it for a number of years. I've served on the planning committee. I'm a former crime fund board member. 
Um, but this year, the Chamber of Commerce has the privilege of taking over the management and administration of the festival. So we will be working intimately on it, and I am just so excited. And um, first thing I want to say is I'm looking for artists. If you are an artist, if you create original art of any kind, I welcome you to apply. Um, go to edinafallintothearts.com. There is an artist tab, um, a how to apply page, and there's a link. You um, you click through, or you click through, clink. I see I was thinking of cocktails. <laughs> it's it's, it's all right. It right. What have you done to clink me? Through. Yeah, welcome. I'll have another one too. No. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> click through to the application link on application, and we're accepting applications through June 17th. So I'm just so excited to activate, truly activate the business community in this event through the chamber and my relationships. And and Explore Edina will be serving as the marketing engine for the event. So it is, it's an amazing fit for us, and we're just really, really happy to take it on. It's going to be absolutely great. And yeah. How many artists are you thinking you're going to have? We generally host about 225 artists. Oh, wow. Gosh. Yeah. So we use the lower part of the space. Are you familiar with Centennial Lakes Park? I am. I so am. the the path at the forefront of the park mm-hmm. where Hughes Pavilion is, um, we have artists and vendors down there. And then uh, when you take that path to the south, you naturally go up into the Centennial Lakes Business Park upper parking lot, which is owned by Cushman and Wakefield. Mm-hmm. And they allow us, um, they generous, generously allow us the upper parking terrace. So we put about 100 artists up there too. That is awesome. And we started that a number of years ago. Just, I mean, that obviously helped the event grow tremendously. So they're amazing community partners. It's fantastic. I'm looking forward to it and, and I'm sure we're going to have some really great art available. I'm positive of it. No doubt. All right. Well, there it is, my friends. We have drunk our way through another Drink in the Style episode. On behalf of Habitation Furnishing and Design, the District Edina, and the Edina Chamber of Commerce, I'd like to wish everybody good luck this coming week. And you know what? I'm going to put in one of my favorite quotes. It's unattributed, but it is true. The two hardest things in life to deal with are failure and success. Does please the Lord. Interesting. (laughs) Unattributed. I've heard it every now and then. It's it's and it's absolutely true, folks. Once again, thanks for listening on the show. If you're hearing us as a podcast, do us a favor, give us a five star rating, and uh, and uh, continue to support your local businesses, especially Adina, but everybody in general. Good luck, folks.